How are we doing? Okay, let's begin. Let us begin. Baruch Hashem. We are blessed. We are blessed. Okay, Baruch Hashem. We are blessed. We are blessed to be alive. Rabba Munasecha. Right, we thank Hashem who has the faith in us, Rabbi Bunasecha, that Hashem believes in us. That's why we're alive. That's why we have an opportunity to live in this world. The purpose of living in this world, of course, is not just to live. It's not just to, that's not even called living. Chaim, as the Goyen says, is that if a person is not working on himself and he's not trying to change, thank you very much. Person is not trying to grow, he's not trying to better himself. So Lamali Chaim, why what why else are you on this world? Especially especially us, especially a a a Jew, especially a Jew who has a hakaro as a recognition of of Hashem, a recognition of of Hashem. Especially during during Elul, during a time during Elul, where it's a it's the time. Elul is Malushan Vayalalun, Vayalalun by the Miraglim, by the Miraglim. When it says Vayasuru, that they spied out, they spied out the land. So the Targum of Elul of 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 the spy out is Vaya'alulun. Elul is the, the language of a person trying to search. Nachbasa, as we ended off, as we said in Eicha, Nachbasa, the Rachenu Benachkora, that we have to search, we have to do a search of who we are, of, of our strengths, of our weaknesses. That's how a person is able to change. A person can't change or grow if he doesn't know what he's changing. If a person doesn't know where I need to grow and what I need to do. The first step is for a person to take inventory, to make a cheshman, to say, why am I lazy? Why, well, let me say better than that, why I'm lazy. You're lazy because you're, because you're a human being. That's why you're lazy. You know, how, how could I, how, why do I keep on falling into the same trap? Why is it that I'm trying to work on this nida and I can't figure it out? Why is it that I'm, you know, insecure when it comes to what triggers? Right? Why does this thing? Right? Why? Why? When every time I talk to my father, every time I talk to my mother, every time I I see this person, I get a a certain feeling feeling of anxiety. I get I get triggered by something. Why do I get angry? When a person, why do I get angry again? Let me let me say let me say more. Now, why 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 am I why am I lazy when it comes to this thing? Why meaning no nobody is na- nobody is lazy in everything. Nobody's angry 
in everything. The, 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 the things bring out different things that are already inside of me. Right? We speak about this all the time. It's never your father. It's never your mother. It's never your, your roommate. It's never your wife. It's never your child. It's never, that's not what it is. The achiza senayim, the lie that the Yetzirah sells to us is that it's something else. Is that it's somebody else. That, why? Because what, what happens when I do that? Then I'll, never, then I'll never be able to fix myself. Because as long as the problem, as long as the problem, as long as the problem is him, until or her, until he changes, until he changes, I have, right, until they stop making noise, right, so I'm not going to uh, be calm until they stop, no, no, I'm, I'm going to be calm even if they are making noise, right, why, what's the pshat, the pshat is, is because it's nothing to do with them making noise, I would be frustrated about something else, what am I frustrated about, right, that's something that a, that a person, right, um, the more a person looks into himself and makes a cheshben like that, and the more a person takes responsibility, responsibility is not a tough, people think responsibility means you got to force yourself to do something, you got to push yourself to do something. No, it's understanding that, that I am the problem. I am the one who needs the healing. I'm the one who needs the fixing. I'm the one who needs the healing is a better word than fixing. I'm the one who needs the healing. I'm the one who has to understand what it is that I have to change. And that's why we start off with, with Hilchas Lashnara. Because everything we see outside of us, everything we see outside of us is a blessing from Hashem and a sign from Hashem that He's giving me a message. How else is Hashem communicating with me? The only way Hashem communicates with me is through feelings, through thoughts, through people, through, through my surroundings, through what's going on. Otherwise, there's no way, other way. Hashem, right, if a person thinks that he's going to wait to hear Hashem's voice, right, then you, you'll, you'll end up, you know, Rachmanis going to a Beit uh, Meshugayim. Uh, you'll end up going to a mental place if you start saying, yeah, Hashem actually spoke to me. I heard Him speak to me. You, you don't want to hear Hashem speak to you. Nobody here wants to hear Hashem speak to you. You're in big trouble. But how does Hashem speak to me? Hashem speaks to me when I see that guy and I'm like, ah, oh, that guy gets me so upset. Ah, oh, what did Hashem do? Hashem sent you that guy and He wants to get you upset. So I can now go ahead. I have two options. I could say, oh, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. Or I could say, why is, why, why is that guy getting me upset? What about that guy is getting me upset? So that's why we learn the Hilchus Lashar. Why? Because Mitzora is Melashin Motsira. Right? Uh, someone who calls Lashin Hara is spitting out the rod that he has inside of himself. I have that Ra inside of me, and I'm going to share with you the Ra that I have inside of me, and I use that guy to me, for me to get out my Ra. But when I learn to, to not do that, when I learn not to do that, what happens is, what happens is, you are able to then deal, deal with the truth. You're able to deal. I want to share something. I think I shared it. I don't think I shared it. Um, I'm going to try and wait because I really want everyone to hear this. 
I want to say something very interesting. You know, let, let, actually, let, let me ask for question comments, and then I, I want to make my next, my next point. Question comments on what I just said? Okay. Yeah? We're good? Okay. <clears throat> like this. It's ironic, it's ironic that, let me see how to begin. When a person, let's just talk to that. When a person holds things inside, and a person doesn't share the feelings that he has inside, that's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. I think they say in, in the 12-step program, I don't know if anyone here is familiar with it, the 12-step program, they say a line that's a very powerful line. I think they say if Mayor was here, he could help me, because I heard it from Mayor Mattel, uh, secrets, holding secrets, feed the, the, the problem. Meaning the more, it's, it's better than that, the line, but it's something like that. When you hold a secret, and you hold pain that's inside of you, and you hold secrets, all that does is feed shame. It feeds um, negative things inside of you. It feeds terrible things inside of you. What a person has to learn to do is he has to learn to, the muscle is you have a cup, you have a cup of this, these secrets, or you have a cup of these feelings inside of you. And if you let it overflow inside of you, it ends up destroying all parts of you. The bombish ends up like going all over you and you feel terrible. So what you have to do is you have to empty the cup inside of you. You have to be able to vent and get it out. You have to be able to say to somebody, you know what, I'm very hurt from you or I feel hurt or whatever it might be. Whether your therapist, your Rebbe, your friend, your wife, your whoever it might be, that you're able to open up and because when you keep things inside, what happens is it, it festers. You keep in these secrets. You keep in all these things. Now the irony is, lush and hara. Now let's talk about lush and hara. L'chayra lush and hara. You're not supposed to <coughs> say anything. You're not supposed to say anything. And and the Torah is teaching us don't say anything. So if the Torah is teaching me don't say anything, so then everything is going to fester inside. So here we go. This is the answer. Everyone here is the the sounds like a contradiction. Chorot sounds like a contradiction. So am I supposed to express myself? Am I not supposed to express myself? So the answer, I think, is, is that the guy who sits around and is talking about somebody else, he will always sit around talking about somebody else, and it's festering inside of himself. Because you know what? He's not talking about himself. He's talking about the other person. He's not talking about himself. He's not saying that, um hurt, he's saying, he's the problem, she's the problem, my father's the problem, my mother's the problem, so he'll never ever get down to the bottom of the truth, because he's not spilling out what's inside of him, that's not what's inside of him, there's hurt inside of him, he's lying by saying the problem is my wife, the problem is my father, the problem is my cousin, the problem is my boss, the problem is the noise, that's not the problem. So when a person learns to identify and to say, what is it that I need to work on? What is it that I need to deal with? 
And to say, when I say the words, I'm the problem, it doesn't mean I don't say that in a negative way. It means that I got to deal with myself. I'm the one who I have to deal with myself. That's what Elul is. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. So Yom Kippur is its total self. It's such a present that Hashem gives us a time to introspect into ourselves and to see what it is, what's my cheshman for the year, what did I do, who am I? Not in a bad way. We look at it like, oh, comes Rosh Hashanah, right? Everyone wishes they could wake up. I was speaking to someone yesterday, right? And, and, and I, I sort of said it for him as we were talking, you know, like, you wish in a certain way, right? And all of us, there's probably a, a part of us that feels as though you wish you could just wake up, you know, post Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, get it over with, and know that you got your, you're good to go, this, this time period, huh? Straight to Sukkot, it's all good, you get your there, you passed the thing. And that's very normal. But you know what? The process, the process of, of, of the difficulty of, of getting in there, that's, that, that's, that's what's difficult for us. It's difficult for us to go, to go inside and to be honest with ourselves and to figure it out. Question, comments, please. And then we'll do the halacha. Please, please, please. Yesterday we went the whole shir without any, any uh, comments. That, that, that was my fault. I didn't even ask for a question comments. Now I'm trying to do tshuva from yesterday. So question, comments, please. I want to hear. Yes, Rabbi Ackerman. And it gets, it gets, I'm just, it's not a question, just. Yeah, comments. When, when That's when you, when you question, start, comments. When you start saying the story with, and I have a problem with this guy. I don't, every time he's around me, I feel da 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 Then, then the whole story is different. The, per- exactly. the guy in Akdama that I, I don't know. It's, I, maybe it's my problem. I don't know. Whatever. Exactly. Me, I get so angry, nervous. Exactly. Slash, exactly. I don't know. Right. Correct. Correct. So then, then you can give the whole story. Also, the guy gets the. He understands that whatever that guy did, yes, maybe it's wrong, but it's. It's me. It's correct. Me. Correct. That's where venting. That's where venting is very, very important. It's also, you have to know how to do it. You have to know how to vent. You have to know how to say, I, 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 got, I must, and you have to vent. You have to vent. That's what I'm saying. You must vent. And people need to listen to other people. But it has to be like what Rabbi Ackerman is saying. It has to be that I know that this is something that I'm suffering with. and something that I'm dealing with. Because this we all know. The same things come up all the time. They're very rare Do you have chidushim of feelings, right? You're going to get triggered by the same things all the time. You're going to get angry at the same basic, right? For this guy, you know, if the cup spills, he doesn't get angry. For this guy, traffic, I don't care about traffic. For this guy, his wife talks like this, I don't care. For this guy, his, uh, you know, his roommate does this, I don't care. But for, for him, he cares about this, this bothers him like this, this, right? We're, we all, Kashem, Shane, Prime, Zephyr, Dozel, Kane, Ain, we're all very, very different. And the goal is to, to try and understand yourself what makes you tick and what makes you who you are. Somebody else, please. Rabbi Chade, please, guys. Gabi's here. Come on. Somebody give me Rabdaivi. Michael. I want to hear some uh, Shaya. Yeah, Avi, what do you say? What do you guys say? No, just, yeah, uh, Rafi. This stuff come out of like, the idea of like, you know, old, 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 old,
Beautiful, beautiful. It's a great muscle. Mold grows in the in, in the dark. It grows when when it's when it's not exposed. When you expose it, right? Which in general, which in general, when you keep when you keep things inside, when you keep a secret and you keep things like that, it grows and grows and grows and grows. Once you once you talk it out, it's not as big. It's not as big. It's not as big as it was so inside. General, uh, because there is certain things that a guy does something specific to you. Right. I'm not getting annoyed. It's not that every time he's around, I have my, I, I'm, I'm planning on doing constructions in my house for a year. And I have a neighbor that's driving me nuts for a year. And we all with big smiles. But I, I, I have certain times that I want I want to let it out to some right. other people. Right. It's your Lashon Hara. I don't think right. I have any problem. I just want to do these constructions. Right. 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 Neighbor, brother, friend, good, something right. just so let good. out. So good, let it, let it. The okay. guy is driving the crew, whatever he right. wants. So he's driving you crazy, great. So, okay. I, I, I don't, I have a lot of things to work on. I don't know here, where, where is, good. where is my problem? Like, where is, I don't know. Good, we're not going to do it here now, but yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> but you probably felt good that you just shared that also. Yeah, what? If it would be with names, that the whole story would be. But but worse. this was right. It was so Rabbi Akiva just said it was geschmack for him to share it. Why? You didn't say any name. He did not say any lashonara. Right. So and you already feel good. So imagine and and you feel geschmack. So imagine if you sat with somebody and you said, ah, you know what 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 I like what Rabbi Akiva is saying is that there's a part of us, there's the human part of us that doesn't want to be human. It can't admit that I don't like this guy or I'm frustrated with the guy or I just want to do construction and this guy is a, is a small-minded and there's other stuff could be that you don't like about the guy. I'm just saying, you're a friend, okay. But this thing, so I'm just saying, that's very normal. It's very human. It's very human for us to get, you know, one of the tzaddikim once told me, I remember he told me so clearly, the problem is, and I remember him telling me this, you got to sh- tell the Bachrim, you got to tell the Talmidim, says, there's not, there's not a problem that you have a Yetzirah, it's beautiful that you get upset, it's beautiful that you get angry, it's beautiful that you have tithes, it's beautiful, that means you're healthy, meaning it, it's, it's normal that he's upset at his neighbor, that's a normal thing. That's a normal thing. Sometimes we get frustrated and we don't want to accept the fact that I'm angry at my neighbor. I'm not saying your case. I'm just saying, and sometimes when we talk it out, I, don't want, I can't admit, oh, I can't be upset at my father. Why? Because keep it of aim. I can't get upset at my father because he's done so much for me. I can't, blah, blah, blah. but I'm upset at him. I can't get upset at my mother. I can't get upset at my roommate. But when you let it fester, as opposed to saying, you know what, I have this, I have this thing, and it bothers me, and I have this taiva, I have this burning taiva, I have this frustration, and you talk it out, and it depends which forum you talk it out. When you talk it out in a constructive way, and you talk it out because I want to change, I want to grow, I want to understand, that's, that's the best way to do it. Okay, yes, Avi.
Right. That well, one more time. That what? That. Right. The pressure. What do you mean? How do you deal? I'm not. I'm not trying this in the question. Meaning, how do you deal with that pressure? Meaning. Well, why is so? Usually, okay, I don't know if this will answer your question. Usually, what happens is we daven and we daven. I remember I once saw a poem. I'll have to look it up. It's a poem that says like, "Hashem, I asked for this, and so you gave me this. I asked for this, so you gave me this." It's a, it's a secular or whatever. They say, they say like, you ask for humility by davening. You say, "I want to be humble." And then after davening, someone comes over and does something to you that forces you to be humble. And say, why is this happening? You just daven for it. Right? A guy goes ahead and davens for Barnesham. I don't want to get angry. I've got to work on my anger. Right? Just what you're saying, Avram Davin. And I says, I want to stop getting angry. I want to stop getting angry. Then an hour later, someone does something to him. Why am I getting angry? Yeah, because I'm, 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 here, I'm here to... Hashem's giving me an assignment to work on that. A guy says, I'm stopping with this type, I'm stopping with this thing, I'm stopping with this thing. The next hour, the next day, the next thing, you have Nisyanus for that. That's, that's, so what do we want? We want to make a decision, Avi. We want to make a decision and say, okay, I want to work on my anger, and therefore I'm not getting angry anymore. The second you say, I want to work on your anger, you know what the Yitzhah does? He says, oh yeah? Let's see what you got, boy. Let's see what you got. I don't know if that answers your question, but it could be answer your question. What we want is, we want to say, give me the lack of anger. I want to, here, I just heard this great cheer about judging favorably, of realizing that I'm the problem, and then I'm going to walk out of the base measures. Something's going to happen. I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, that guy is such a this. Oh, I can't believe I realized that. Okay, okay. We're, we're human. It takes time. That's in the sign. It's not in the sign. Yes, Mati. On just what Avi was saying, yeah. um, I think that saying I want to work on my anger is not the right approach to any to this case. Specifically, because if you're working on your anger, it's impossible because you're a person who's born with this feeling of getting angry. I personally, growing up, I used to be very angry. And when I, when, when I used to, when I wanted to deal with the fact that I was angry, I didn't say, let me work on not being angry because that's impossible. You can't work on not being angry. It's like saying, I want to work on not being Jewish. It's just not the reality that you're in. What you could say is, I'm going to work on my reaction towards my anger. And through that, your anger starts to go away. So instead of going and blowing up on a person, because that's really what you're scared of. You're not scared of getting mad. You're scared of your reaction towards that anger and how it affects people around you. So if you start figuring out what are those key things you want to work on, and then just focus on that. And when you get angry, you're like, okay, I'm going to blow up now. I'm not going to blow up. I'm going to this now. I'm not going to. I'm going to keep it inside. I'm going to go to the side. I'm going to punch a pillow if I need to. And slowly things start going away because you're working on how you react. And then it goes to the court. Just specifically on the okay, Very practical. Thank you. And I like what I like the part that you were saying that you know sometimes the guy's working on angry and then he gets angry that he got angry, right? I'm angry that I'm angry. So okay, it's like patient. I want to be more patient. 
have to be patient with being more patient. You have to, have, what? I want patience now. Right, I want, right, very good. Right, very good, Menachem. I want patience now, right? Now, 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 right? Going on with your family. We're going to have a fun time on this trip. You hear me, everybody? We're going to have a good time. Like, whoa, you know? Okay, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, well, this is all we can do. This is all we do. What do we do? We open up the Chavetz Chaim. We open up Masil Zisharim. We, we sit in the base Medrash and we talk about, about anger and we talk about laziness and we talk about our neighbors that bother us and we talk about the problems that we have and the challenges that we have. That's, that's, that's the only way, like Rabrafi was saying so beautiful, that's the, the only way to get rid of the mold is to expose it. You expose it to some sunlight. Help people. I know what the irony is. No, it's so unbelievable. What's unbelievable is that everybody here can relate to everybody here. Everybody can relate to, to anger and to taiva and to, and to insecurity and to issues with uh, your father, with your mother, with your brother, with your cousin, with your nephew, with your, with your you know, children, with your this, with your whatever it might be, with your boss, with the people. Why can everybody relate to that? Because that's the world that we live in. That's the way Hashem created the world, that that's what's going to happen. And the more you get tuned in to yourself, that's the avoda. That's the avoda. Not selfish. The more you're tuned in to me, what are my midos? What am I, you know, because you could have, you see this in families. You could have twins. You see this in twins. You see this in families. You could have this guy is born. I'm not getting into, into look at that, Minashamayim. I was just, uh, Benny walked right in as I said that. Right? Minashamayim. <clears throat> right? What's the shot? The shot is, is that I'm not getting into nurture versus nature and psychology. But anyone who has children sees that this child, right, is different than this child. This child needs, right, that's, that's why I love the five love languages. It's one of the reasons why I think that's an amazing, amazing uh, yesod is because we all communicate our love and our needs very, very differently. You could have one child. I remember I, I, remember I spoke to <coughs> someone in yeshiva. I remember when he finished uh, reading the five love languages and he realized that his primary love language was physical touch, right? Just the chazrover, right? There's physical touch, quality time, gifts, um, acts of service, and words of affirmation, right? So, so, and everyone connects to love differently. Everyone needs all five of those, but we all connect to different ones of those more. More. I remember someone told me here after he read the book, he says, Rebbe, I just realized my primary love language is touch. It's touch. And he says, and, and my mother used to, used, to, used to hit us sometimes. So now his brother's primary love language might not have been physical touch. So the fact that his mother uh, hit him didn't mean that she didn't love him. Okay, mommy went a little crazy and she hit whatever it was. I'm not talking about abuse, chas I'm saying, you know, whatever. I mean, a- any hitting is, is, okay, we're not gonna get into that. Nowadays, people don't hit at all. I'm saying, the point is, is that this guy realized that since his primary love language was physical touch, that's why he, you know, went off, quote unquote, went off the dirt. I mean, he, it, was, it was too much for him to handle because his, his love language was, or his primary love language, was this, and his brother, his own brother, it was not his love language. That wasn't his primary love language. 
So you could grow up in the same home. You could grow up, that's why I said, Benny, as you walked in. Or you could have a twin. Your mom should have a twin. Look at Yaakov and Esau. Your mom should have a twin. A twin. And, and you're so, so different from, from, from Mizrach Lamara, from Mamish, from... And, and the goal in life, the goal in life is to realize who you are. The goal in life is to be obsessed and to be so, so into who you are and what makes me, right? Especially in our generation with, with uh, you know, everything in, in social media and the whole world is all about everybody else and about who you are in relation to everybody else and how people look at me and I got to fit into other people's, you know, um, acceptance and I need other people to look at me, to rate me as who I am, right? Our eyes and our ears and our hearts are in the wrong place. When your eyes and ears and hearts are in yourself and who am I and what can I do, then, then, then you're happy. And then you are able to, you can do construction. You can do construction on your own on your own life. You do construction. The problem is people are so busy doing construction on everybody else's life. Right? Your house is falling apart. You don't have electricity. You have uh, you know, uh, leaks in your house. You have a terrible, terrible physical house. And all you're doing is saying, that guy's got to fix. Oh, we gotta get, I got to spend the money, construction, and all my energy in his house. That's why I love the line, mind your own business. You know, it's one of my favorite lines. Mind your own business. Mind, literally. Right? As a kid, I was like, mind your own business. Like, I didn't know what it meant. But mind... To mind your own business means, Amish the Masil Sharm says it, be on yourself. Be totally, totally on yourself. And then you're happy also. Because what's the problem? What that guy's doing, I don't even have time to look at what that... Forget about judging him like Afskus. I don't even look at him to have to judge him like Afskus, like Afra. Like, okay, I don't know. He's doing that great. You know, like I say all the time, in my house, Baruch Hashem, I mean, my son's here, so... I, couldn't, I can't lie to everybody here in front of my son. I'm saying, I, I, know, I have, couldn't care less to talk about anybody. Not interested in my house. I want my house. I'm so, self, so self-centered. I'm so this. I don't want to talk about anybody. Why would I want to sit there with my wife and my kids talking about Yankel? I'm going to sit there and spend my precious time with my wife and kids. Let's sit here and let's talk about you know, the prime minister. Let's talk about the government. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about like, are you, have you lost your mind? You lost your mind? I'm not interested in, in talking about anything. I want to talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. And, and so too, that's, that's, that's where really Lashon Hara begins. Lashon Hara begins is when you're, when you're outside of your Daladamas. As he says, Mesil Sharman Precious, where he says, He's not talking about Altstaiva. It's not talking about don't look outside because of taiva. Nowadays, you don't have to look outside for taiva. You don't need to. It used to be, they'd say, what's in the street? Now it's not what's in the street. It's what's in your pocket. Not what's in the street. The street's in your pocket. So it's not about looking in, in the street. It's about, looking in, it's about looking inside yourself. Question, comments? And then we'll wrap up. Let's learn on halacha, and then we'll do a little masil jashar. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I saw you post that. Yeah. So he tells the story. Um, he was at a restaurant. And he walks into um, goes into the restroom, has his business, and comes out and wants to wash his hands. There's like one sink, 
he was like this is a little kid up like he like climbed up in the sink and he was like he was like putting his mouth open like close to the thing he's like it's taking a long time and he was in um like this guy's uh waiting what's gonna be like i don't time i'm gonna probably get to a football game or something i don't know and um he's waiting and finally the kid comes down and jumps down from him and uh he sees that he has his on the arms Oh wow! And he was like, he, he said, it felt so, it felt so terrible that I was wow. judging this kid. And I was like, wow, wow, amazing, amazing, wow, wow, amazing, amazing. What a story! Amazing, amazing, right? Correct. Unbelievable. Okay, let's learn the halacha. Um, says the Chavetz Chaim, page seventy-seven, day seventy-seven, page one ninety-seven. Who are you not allowed to speak Rechilas about any Jew? A- any Jew, even someone, um, as he says, if an Ama Aretz, if a person who's ignorant of Torah talks negatively about someone, you can't repeat it. It's even g- greater to repeat negative information spoken by a Talmud Chacham. You repeat to your friend, I heard Rabbi so and so say that you always instigate arguments. Why is it terrible to repeat this? Because it's quite rare that um, a um, this Talmud Chacham is going to speak against someone without a constructive purpose. So by blaming the Talmud Chacham for speaking negatively, so you're you're putting a negative light on this Talmud Chacham, right? To say that um, I heard so and so say that you always instigate arguments. Number two, our Torah instructs us to support the Talmud Chacham, and to give them honor. So what happens is, you are taking away the honor by saying that he said that. So it's not just, of, of course you can't say that any, any regular person instigated against someone. But when you're saying a rabbi did, or a, or a Talmud Chacham did, so it pushes the Talmud Chacham down in your eyes. You say, ah oh, yeah, those people who learn Torah, they don't have good midos, they don't have good derech eretz. Eh, I know they're all a bunch of you know, fakes, they're all a bunch of, you know, uh, they're just running after their own honor, whatever, whatever, whatever the Sahara puts in our brain. It is known that a person will be most offended when told that a respected person spoke negatively about him. Right? So it's even worse when you hear, oh, this, this hush of a person said, said this terrible thing about you. Therefore, your words can cause much hatred and machlokas, um, etc. Hilchus Rechila Zion Beis. Question, comments, and then we'll learn a little Ms. Hilton Sharm, and we'll start for Seder. Question, comments? Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zoche to, especially during Elul, especially Erev Rosh Hashanah, as we're preparing for Rosh Hashanah. Like we said yesterday, the way a person does tshuva is kechu imachem devarim meshuv el Hashem. The way a person does tshuva is through his mouth. So the more a person can fix his mouth, and make his mouth more pure, the more he'll be able to receive and the ability to do tshuva. Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people. Let us forgive anyone who's spoken Lashon Hara about us. Let us not speak Lashon Hara about anybody. And through that, we'll be zoicha to all the blessings of a Sivach Simatova. Us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to focus on two points that the Ramchal says in the Indian of Yira. 
Says the Mesil Sharon, we said yesterday that Yira begins ironically, the relationship with Hashem in Yira. Yira literally means fear, but as the Ramchal says, it's Yira's haromimless, which means I'm not afraid that Hashem's going to punish me. I'm not afraid Hashem is going to beat me up. I'm not afraid of Gehenna, right? I'm afraid of the awe. There's an awe, right? When a person goes to Reb Chaim Kanievsky, when a person goes to a big gadol, a tzaddik, he's not afraid that the tzaddik, that the gadol is going to punch him in the face. That's why he's nervous. He's afraid because there's awe. You have yira. That's, that's true yira. That's yira's aromamus. The irony is, is that the Ramchal says, how do I begin with Yiras Aromas, like we said yesterday? I begin with recognizing that Hashem listens to me like a friend listens to a friend. Hashem is there, like we said, Ani Lidodi Vidodili. Hashem's my beloved. He loves me. He cares for me. He wants to listen to me. He's waiting to listen to me. That's step number one. Step number two he says a person has to realize that wow, unbelievable and this works very well because you realize Hashem is above everything wow, Hashem creates the world when you think about that you come to Yira that's why when a person goes to a you know, he goes to the beach a person goes to a beautiful mountain area and he sees, right right, when a person, right uh, when a person realizes and he sees the awe of the world and he sees different things going on and he sees the beauty of the world he sees incredible things he's like wow you think about Hashem it brings it brings a person here as the, as the Rambam even says as a person come to Avas Hashem the way a person comes to Avas Hashem is when a person starts looking at the beauty of the world so that's number two Number three, says Ramchal, we'll, we'll, we'll end off with this. He says, a person has to realize how I am a human being. I'm a human being, and I'm someone who has deficiencies. And we'll end off with this. One of the greatest things that a person can recognize, and this is where people struggle with what's humility, what's false humility, what's insecurity, right? It, it, when a person recognizes that I have flaws, when a person realizes that I am not perfect, when a person realizes that I am human, like we were saying before, and a person realizes that that's what life is about. The reason we give a little baby who's eight days old, we give him a bris mila eight days in, is to, to, to t- tell us and to tell the world that you're here and you're not perfect. We need to already fix you. It's like, could you imagine a baby, right? We look at it like, yeah, of course, the baby has a bris, eight days old. But if you would be totally f- look with fresh eyes, you'd be like, why is this baby having an operation eight days old? An operation means there's something wrong. What's wrong? No, every baby that's born Every Jewish baby that's born, in the eighth day, we go ahead and we say we have a problem. We need to fix this baby. We need to heal this baby. Why? Because that's a lesson for life. The lesson for life is, is that we need to heal ourselves. We need to fix ourselves. I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'm deficient. There's nothing wrong with that. People in relationships, one of the hardest things for anyone to deal with, to have a good relationship with someone, 
is someone who can't say, I'm sorry. Someone who can't say, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Someone who can't say, I'm sorry. Someone who can't say, you know what? You are right, and I am wrong, and I have this insecurity. I have this problem with me. People like that, and I've, I'm telling you, I've dealt with this with Shaduchim. I've dealt with this in Shalom Bayes, but even in Shaduchim, and I've said this over and over and over, and you guys have heard this from me, and I'm proud to say it. It's not how many problems you have. You could have people, you could have people. I dealt with this this summer. I dealt with this this summer. I was Zoha to be around a few of the Hebra uh, by detox, guys who have drug problems, guys who have addictions, and it's clear as day, it's clear as day. And that's not by Yenem anymore, it's not over there. Addictions are rampant, and, and this problem is rampant amongst everybody. <coughs> not, not, it's, it's everybody, it's everybody, it's everywhere. And the, one of the biggest problems that people have is admitting the fact that I have a problem. I have a problem and I need help and I don't know the answers. And there is something wrong with me. And I have something. And the difference between that person and a person, you could have a guy who has 90% perfect and he has 10% problems. And then you could have a guy who has 10%, well, I don't like the word perfect. You have 10% greatness and but 90% problem. But the guy who's 10% got it together. And I, I would put my money down and I would invest with the guy who's got, who's got everything going against him. But he's open to change. He's open to grow. He's open to listen to someone else tell him what I can do better. I would take that guy in a second over the guy who's 99%. He's got it all together. And that 1%, I'm not going there. 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 And when a person begins to realize that, that that's true humility. True humility is when, you, when you're able to realize that I am deficient. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that, and I'll always be deficient. As we'll talk about Anava. Anava is a very high level in Mishil Sharm. But it's not Anava that I'm deficient, therefore I can't accomplish. You know what's the irony? The irony is, if you can accept failure, then you'll do anything. You'll do anything. If you can go ahead and say, so I could fail. There's nothing wrong with me failing. There's nothing wrong with me messing up. So if there's nothing wrong with me messing up, then I'll try this. What do I have to lose? But when you have this, this pride about you, which is gaiva, and you can't say, I can't mess up. I have to be perfect. I can't do anything wrong. So then I'm not going to try this. I'm not going to try this because maybe I'm going to look bad. Maybe gonna, well, once a person says, okay, it's okay, it's okay. And you're willing to do more and more. People think the humble person is sitting around. Moshe Rabbeinu was the humblest of all. He's the most powerful of all. Avram Avinu. I always love those examples. Avraham. Avram Avinu, the most powerful man in the world during his time. Even now. Who doesn't know about Abraham? The humblest. Who doesn't know about Moses? Moshe Rabbeinu. The humblest. Who doesn't know about King David? About David Melech? When you're humble and you realize, I can could, I could make mistakes, then you'll do anything. You'll do anything and you're open to anything. And the people who are open to anything will be open to, to, to greatness. To greatness and change. And it's hard. It's very difficult. It's 
It's very, very, very difficult. It's difficult to go in there and to accept your deficiencies. But the more you accept it, and the more you realize who you are, the more you'll get in touch with your essence, and the more you're able to change. Hashem should help us all. Yes, Yoni. What? The first step, great question, is to um, to get where to be able to be open, to be to be open. So the first step to be open is to be open and to say like um, maybe I'm not open. I always tell people. People think being open is you say like uh, you know you have to spill your guts to everybody and say it. No, you could say I have trouble being open. That's a very open statement. You could say that I don't like something. That's being open, being honest with yourself. I like this, I don't like this. Finding someone who you can open up to. Someone who you could say, you know, first it's yourself, someone else to say, I have this problem. To be able to say that, how do you do that? It's hard, you have to, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, different cultures also, it's harder. If you grew up in a family, right? Dr. Rabbi Yehuda, you'll tell us about this. Culturally, if you grew up in a family, where part of the culture of the family is, we don't, tell, we don't talk. We don't talk about feelings. We don't talk about anything we did wrong. We don't this. If your father was a certain way, if you're, you know, whatever it is, a culture, your mother, right? It's very hard. It's very then hard because you're, you're going against your, right? Like the Ramchal says, any, any war against the, uh, the mizug of who you are is ha-melchama ha-chazaka. It's a very hard war. If you grow up in a house, we don't say that we may make any mistakes. Right? We don't do that. It's very hard. But, but uh, in relationships, the best thing, you know where you start, especially Baruch Shem, you're married. If you're married, right, I, I always, I, always, I try and do this. Ask your wife what you have to work on. Ask your wife, what do I have to work on? Get a notepad. Say, what do I need to work on? And swallow it. Swallow what, what someone has to say about you. Ask your Rebbe. Ask a close friend of yours, what do I have to work on? It's hard. You don't want to hear it. But when you do that, then, then, then it's hard to hear that. But, but, but when you do that, you're, 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 you're a winner, we'll call it. Shem should help us all. Good question, Yoni. Great question. Shem should help us all. Shol bizocha. And it's difficult. It's challenging. It's definitely challenging because it's big. Right? It's big. It's a big, big stuff. Hashem should help us all, especially during this time of Elul, work on ourselves to be open to hear the things that we that we are good at to hear the things that we're not so good at and that's our avoda changing and changing I promise you you'll change 90% of the of the battle is being open and recognizing the problem that's 90% saying I identified it that's my problem once you identify the problem you're 90 it's probably even more than 90% but I say that to be safe Have a wonderful day, and today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.